Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Weird talking to you on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, have, we have nothing else better to do. Uh, I know. Just one more week. One more week. But we're getting pretty close to the end of the year. Huh? We're getting like closer and closer to the end of the year. Oh, I was just talking about when I'm going to drink again. Oh, you are. Oh, next week. Are you counting down the days? Yeah. What is your first drink going to be? TT has a bottle of Dom waiting. Ooh. He said he's going to pick me up at the airport with vodka soda. <laughs> oh my God, that's adorable. Because it's going to be his first drink too. <laughs> okay, but he's not going to drink it. Um, he was, he was like, babe, I might start drinking in the afternoon. I don't know. He's like, I'm probably, I might have to pick you up in an Uber. That's smart. <laughs> then you guys can both drink at the airport. Yeah. Super cute. I don't know. My life is so, I'm so different now though. Like I don't need alcohol. Uh-huh. Broken, broken that habit. <laughs> have you? I it's just that life seems so boring because I don't go out. That's the thing. I just stay at home, binge watching on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Welcome to my life. Yeah. Are you watching any good shows lately? <laughs> so this week I started and finished um, Indian Matchmaker. I think that, is it Matchmaker or Matchmaking? I think Matchmaking. Indian Matchmaking. Yeah, Indian Matchmaking. Have you watched it? Um, I have seen, I think I'm on episode seven, but I think I missed an episode and I'm not really like, I don't remember the, the cast's names. I just remember, I don't remember, their, I don't really remember their names. But I remember like their personalities and I you feel like, okay. Yeah. And I think that each one of them who were on there, they're pretty, um, memorable, like to people who have watched it. And I think a lot of people have watched it actually. It's kind of like trending right now. I feel like it's especially memorable if you have something that you can relate to with that person because they all have their different storylines and I feel like they're all um, unique. Yeah. And, I mean, I some of them resonated with me too. Those are the yeah. ones that I remember. Me too. But you need to tell everyone what the show is about for people who haven't seen the show. <laughs> um, how do I describe it? So I guess in a lot of... Um, in traditional Indian culture, people are put into arranged marriages. And I think when people hear that term, they think that, you know, oh my gosh, you're like meeting somebody who you, or you're, you're gonna spend the rest of your life with somebody who you've never met and you're like forced into it. But I think that this show gives people an opportunity to see really the traditions behind it and not just like taking two people and forcing them to be together. Um, and, and how those traditions are um, upheld in India and also how certain traditions are held dear to the Indian Americans who grew up here as well. And I, I really liked it because you get to see both sides of it, right? The different criteria and just, I think these people were so open and honest and I, even in the limited episodes, like you got to see so much of their growth and development as like individuals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there was nothing wrong with what they were doing too. Cause it was like, they had the criteria, they had what their um, like needs were and then they met the people and if the chemistry wasn't there, they moved on. Yeah. And I always thought of matchmaking and arranged marriages. I always thought of it as like, 
the parents were the ones in charge and they told you like, this is what we want you to find in a partner. And then that's just what it is. Like we're going to match you up and that's the end of the story. It doesn't matter if you have chemistry or not. There, yeah, there's a little bit more leniency, I think, but, um, there was one person who's pretty much like the mom was like in charge of like picking certain things. But yeah, ultimately at the end, it was whether or not the two people wanted to continue in this relationship. And I think for them, it was like they met maybe twice. And once they had decided, it was like within two weeks, they were already starting to plan the wedding. Mm. Yeah. You know what I love too, though, is also the couples. Well, the couples, the couples, but like everyone is so like ambitious and has like a good head on their shoulders and like they're all very successful and educated and like they have goals. And I don't know, it was, it was really good to see all of them yeah. do, doing their stuff, doing it big. <laughs> there was like some though that I was worried. I was like, what if he's not attracted to her or she's not attracted to him? Or, I don't like know. physically? Yeah, physically. And then like some of the girls were saying on there too that like their parents this is such an Asian thing too. tell them that they need to lose weight like the girl yes and uh, I really liked it too because it wasn't just like this matchmaker is not just somebody who is what you think a typical matchmaker is like she includes not just like professional or I'm sorry like personal development but like she'll match you like with a therapist to help you figure out like what things are really holding you back and how to get over the things that you know maybe you grew up with Mm -hmm. like for that specific person her whole life they were like oh you need to lose weight or you're not going to find a husband and I think even I mean in my culture Chinese culture I've heard that like my whole life pretty much you Mm -hmm. I mean like I've heard it too but you yeah like a model you look like model no I don't think so it's like uh, anyways, like my weight is, you know, up and down for me all the time. But for an episode. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, those things that you hear when you're growing up stick with you. And even there was another character or another person who didn't come from a great family background. Do you remember? Yeah. He didn't have like a good relationship with his dad. Um, yeah. And it's like, those are things that you bring into a relationship and like people have, what is the word? They're just... I don't think he was embarrassed of it, but it's like he doesn't want to be judged just for like things in his past. Yeah, I I definitely remember his story. I think that's the episode that I'm on. Mm-hmm. I felt for him because he was, um, it seemed like a lot of those parents that they care a lot about the family and the upbringing of the other person, the potential suitor. And so for him, when he was talking about things that he, that made him insecure and how he didn't want to bring it up to that girl, or it was just like a really big thing, Mm -hmm. a big next step for them. I felt that too, because I, and we've talked about this before, but I felt like my family dynamics depending on who I'm, who my boyfriend is or whoever my future husband is when I talk to their parents. You're right. Not that I'm ashamed, but it's like uncomfortable because... You just don't have that relationship. Yeah, and you want to have a perfect family and be able to present that, but that's not something that you can choose. Yeah. Oh, it's like that lawyer girl. I, I, Gosh, I was... Okay, so before we talk about her, I just want to know, was there anybody in there that you really felt like you related to? Um, Not 100%. It was just like bits and pieces I took from different people. I was like, oh, how he feels, I felt that before, or how she feels, I felt that before. But there was not one person where I was like, yeah, I'm exactly like her. Mm-hmm. Why you felt like the lawyer girl? Is that going to be you? I feel like, you know how, okay, so I feel like there, there's always things that you want to change. You think you want to change about yourself. And there's always things that you think 
you don't need to change. And no matter like how many times people tell you these things, like you're not going to understand until you see somebody else doing it. Right. And as I was watching her, I, I, I mean, when you get to the end, you start to love her a little bit more, but in the first couple of episodes, the, how nitpicky she was, how like what seemingly was like her being shallow because of that that first guy she went on a date with, like he just was not ambitious enough for her. And she's like, oh, like I'm not gonna want to be with this person. So I automatically knew that like I like I don't want to continue dating him. So like for me, it was kind of like, wow, like almost like looking in the mirror. <laughs> Um, and seeing how she was like trying to find these suitors for her. She annoyed me. Yeah. She's super annoying. I don't think you've gotten towards like the parts where she starts like, I think she starts to like win some people over in the later episodes, just because I feel like she does go through a lot of development and growth. And, you know, she, I think what she wanted was to like know that she could change on her own accord. Like she was never going to change because somebody else wanted her to change, but it just took time for her to realize like, Hey, maybe I don't need to be so serious about like ABC of these specific things. And I, I need to be more open to the idea of like dating somebody and not just writing them off anytime there's like one red flag. So I actually, I saw a lot of myself in her and um, there was a time where she did get a little bit emotional where she kind of just felt like, she was not ever going to find anybody because of how she is like currently. And that kind of made me take a really like deeper look into myself. And I kind of like, like, I don't have that fear that I'm not going to find anybody because I think there's a lot of people that I could probably be compatible with. There's like a wall that you put up and I think it needs to be a conscious decision to not have that wall up. And she gets into that later, later on as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I really felt like I related to her a lot. Are you going to change something? <laughs> I think, yes. It's just like, I think over the last like year, you know, we've always been talking that like, I'm finally starting to like peel back the layers of like why I am the way I am. And I just kind of feel like I'm this like (laughs) raw stinky onion that's like open right now and just need to figure out like what to do with all of these layers that I have now unraveled. I guess. And um, for her, she just went on a lot of dates that the matchmaker put her on um, and was just very open. And even though she didn't, I don't think on paper, these were like the kind of guys that she wanted. She was still very open to it. And I think in the end, it just made her a better person too, because she was able to accept people for who they are and Mm -hmm. see that like, oh, maybe I am getting a little bit closer to the person that I'm supposed to be with. Yeah. Aww. Well, I love your onion. We can deep fry you. The blooming onion. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> I really liked when she said, she, she was like, this is, I'm, I'm like this because everything in your life, like you can't pick, like you can't pick who your parents are. You can't pick who your children are, but your spouse, you can pick exactly who that person is. And that's yeah. why I'm going to be very picky and selective. Yeah. And I think there, there were certain things that I think she said what she said was true and and you know certain like shallow things I just think that's like her being true to herself Mm. because she just knew like okay if I'm this ambitious and the person I'm with is not then that's going to be an issue and there's no point in wasting anybody's time trying to continue with this so I think there are certain things that like people can learn from her but yeah it was really great to see her growth and yeah I think I related to her the most well I look forward to finishing these episodes and seeing her growth (laughs) 
Because you're like, right now, I hate her. Right now, she is just like, ugh. I think I was watching one of her dates. And I was just like, man, can this girl shut up? Was that when she was like talking about all of her traveling and stuff? Something. And then I think she was like, yeah, I think he really, I think we had a really good time. Or she was like, I'm Yeah, and then he was like, I don't like her. And then I also feel like in those situations, like those different situations where she was in, I've been in those where it's like, I I mean, I'm not new to rejection. I've definitely been rejected before. And I think she handled it pretty well in the sense of like, okay, she thought she liked him and he didn't, he wasn't feeling it, but it is what it is. And I think people need to also be able to accept rejection. I've been rejected a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot. At least you put yourself out there to get rejected. Yeah. But, you know, of course, now looking back, I realize that I never, ever once opened up 100% to anybody I've dated. And I've never put 100% into trying a relationship or trying to date somebody. And I just know that if I don't put 100% into something, it's not going to happen. So, and I also realize that I've always said like, oh, I don't think I need to be with anybody. I don't even know if I want to be with anyone. I think that's like a defense mechanism for me because it's easier to just say you don't want something so that when it doesn't work out, you don't get embarrassed. But I think I'm kind of at the point where it's like, okay, if I'm going to try something, then I want to put in 100% and try to be like as open as possible and not just deflect everything that comes my way. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Life lessons from Netflix, man. Netflix teaches you a lot. I mean, Google, YouTube, and Netflix. That's all you need. I mean, 2020, everyone's learning these new things. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, you literally can't be in a classroom, so you have to learn everything online. Yeah. Do you feel like with this show too, it's introducing people to like Indian culture and yeah. I think it's really cool. Like I think I knew a little bit about it just because I've worked weddings and you know definitely have been to work Indian weddings and I just see that like it's really about family, you know. Yeah. It's the marriage of two families. It's, it doesn't really even matter of the individuals. The families have to like each other. And they have to know, like, who they're marrying into. And I always, I don't know why, but I always thought it was, like, a male-dominant culture. But families, it's like the woman was, yeah. like, in charge. Yeah, they're the alphas for sure. <laughs> Did you notice? So you know how they, they have the bio data of, like, you know, this person's name, where they're from, blah, blah, blah. And then they went through and asked each individual, like, what they're looking for and their life partner. And something I noticed was the people who were very traditional, and I think they were the ones who were actually from India. If you, you ask them what they want in a life partner, it was, it like, to me, it was just so innocent and so pure. They're just like, I just want someone who is from a good family. They have a good relationship with their family. They're good natured and they're kind. And it's like, those are like, if you think about it, those things are so simple, but it's like so hard for people to be like that. Yeah. And then I just feel like for the Americanized ones, they were a little bit more superficial. They're like, oh, they need to be, yeah, they need to be tall. They need to be like this and blah, blah, blah. And it really got me thinking of what I think that I want, you know? Because, I mean, we had that conversation with my friends yesterday. And the first thing they said was like, oh, she needs somebody tall. And it's like, I mean, okay, yeah, I, I still want somebody who's tall. But it's like, is that really that big of a deal if he's like a really, really shitty person? So that's just something that I noticed that they like the wants in life partners are completely different. Maybe your wants are now different. Maybe they are. They are. <laughs> you need is, to go on that show. Is this? I'm, I mean, they would not accept me. Wait, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> so there, 
Okay, you got this show. It's called Indian Matchmaking. But it's a lot of these families live in America, right? They're Americans too. Yeah, so it's like half and half, I think. Half and half. A lot of them are very specific that they want someone who is Indian. And then not only Indian, like it goes into like even like like, subcategories. Yes, I yeah. didn't even know there was all of that. Yeah. Do you think like in today's climate and how things are going, do you think like 20 years from now or 10 years from now, something like that is going to be considered like racist? It's, I feel like when there's things that are culturally accepted, there's always going to be a very fine line with racism. And I think it just depends on what side of that line you're on, because there's always going to be people who are like, that's racist. Like I'm Indian, you're Indian. Like we should just be able to like marry each other, even though we have like different beliefs and customs. But I just, I think culture is like a huge thing. And it just depends on how, I guess, how deeply rooted you are in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure even now people think that that's kind of racist. um, But it's just, I guess it's more just accepted because it's culture. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, so like, I'm totally down with it. I'm... I'm for it. If you are Indian and you, that's what you are attracted to. And that's what you've always saw yourself marrying into and having this like beautiful Indian family. I am down for it. I just think it's like, I don't know. I, I wonder what if it was like a French show or something. (laughs) And they're like, I'm, I'm only going to marry a French person. And then they like have American families of French descent yeah. And then they're all talking to each other like, oh, like, no, you are not French enough because there's somebody who's mixed or something, you know, who has a little bit of like yeah. um, his, Hispanic descent in them. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that that would come off as racist. <laughs> That's true. But I just also think it, like I said, it's just so based off of how strong the culture is, right? I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how like the French culture is. (laughs) I don't want anyone to say anything about me, but I feel like it's not as serious, I guess, for them. Whereas in the Indian culture, it is. Yeah. Huh? Nick Jonas. (laughs) Nick Jonas. I forget his wife's name. P something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also do think as the world is modernizing, maybe the it, it won't be so divided 20 years from now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it'll be more acceptable to marry somebody even if they're not the same subcategory that you are in. So I mean we really don't know. Yeah. It's like I don't wanna I don't know. Maybe we might want to cut this. I'm not sure, but <laughs> like we <laughs> We'll decide after I say what I'm controversial. <laughs> well, it's like, would you marry somebody from North Korea? Is that our subcategory? Well, that's like pretty much, right? <laughs> I, you know, I think there are other like little Korean subcategories actually because there's like um, different dialects. It's the mm-hmm. same language, but there's accents. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And so there's like country oh. Korean like super country and then there's like the city folks and then there's one one other type of thing too so I guess those would be the subcategories and I think before in my parents generation and my grandparents generation I do think that they cared about that but now I I don't know yeah I mean I know the North Korea thing was super extreme but that's like it's like you guys are all Korean technically but it's like you guys are in different like subcategories and it would be very different if like you, you know you married a North Korean person I think so I think that's maybe how they see it. I mean, I know that's like, that's why I was like, I don't know if I, we want to have this because it's like, I don't want to compare anybody to like North Korea. 
but it's just it's because that's the only thing you could think of right now. When, when well, I just think it's like, it's like, you guys are all there. You guys all speak kind of the same language. You guys all like blah, blah, blah. But like the culture is so different. Yeah. Customs are so different. And it's kind of hard because like, we don't understand the Indian culture and like, wh- why is it such a big deal that, you know, you can't marry into other, um, marry into others, but like, maybe that's kind of the line that they see. And that that's kind of what I have in my head is like, it's just so different. It could be like night and day. Yeah. But I don't know enough about any of that. So (laughs) these are just my opinions and thoughts. I love that these kids too, though, value so much of what their parents want. Because you don't see Uh, that a lot in America. Like a lot of times it's like a lot of children are rebellious. Yeah. You know, or it's like, uh, my happiness is more important than my parents' happiness. I really, I really respect that, that they care so much about what their parents want and they are willing to like, um, not put aside what they want, but really strive to like make their parents happy with this, you know, one thing. Yeah. I love your parents, man. I know. And it was, it was also nice to see, or like, I guess it's like, like them hiring a matchmaker just makes more sense because the you know, the, the ones who live in America, like, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I've tried dating apps, I've tried this, I've tried that. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's their last resort, but it's like, this person actually gets to know you. And they are actually like, handpicking somebody that they think would be a good match for you instead of you trying to like, figure out, oh, did the algorithm get it right this time, which 99% of the time, not you, but 99% of the time for everyone else, like, it doesn't work out. And I think I'm also a product of that. Because, I mean, I've been, like, on and off dating apps for, like, I mean, five years now. And I've met some really good people who have, like, eventually just now become my friends. And that's great. But I just, I don't think that I'm going to meet the person I'm supposed to be with on a dating app. What about virtually? (laughs) I feel like we need to start our own, like, matchmaking show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you think? Would that be our guinea pig? Yeah. And I think, like, you would be the matchmaker. You know, when I was watching the Netflix show, I saw a little bit of me in her. She had some- In Seema Auntie? (laughs) Just call me Auntie. (laughs) Julie Auntie. (laughs) And then you're going to get like a, huh? With it. I'm what? down. We're gonna get your criteria. You're gonna collect my bio data. You're gonna collect the bio data from other people. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think especially now, I think I'm ready to take a full leap forward and put 100% into it. Wow, 100%. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I think if it's with the right person, of course. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's because we had so much time in quarantine and I all I could do was stare at the wall and think about things or but I the way I, I'm viewing dating now is like a complete 180 from what I was thinking about even at the beginning of the year last year and just dating up until this point. I'm really excited for you. Do you trust me to help you on this journey? Yes, Julie Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> You're going to need to find a face reader too. Okay. 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 Wow. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. So. And we're going to take our viewers on the ride too. Oh, are we? Yeah. (laughs) This is super exciting. Very exciting. Who knew? Who knew when we started 2020, this is what would happen? I honestly did not think that at all. And I honestly think that seeing you and seeing your relationship develop has actually opened my eyes a lot to, (laughs) to like, just, 
I don't know what the word is for it, but like you just like really believed in it and you like knew that this person made you happy. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Like you don't know him. You don't know, you know, and just being how I am. And it's like, okay, well that has never gotten me anywhere with anybody, you know? And so, yeah, I think a little bit of like your relationship and watching it develop has made me want to find something like that too. You were like, I don't get it. Mad scientist. I don't get it. <laughs> it was, no, I accepted him with the mad scientist hair. It was before I saw the mad scientist hair that I was confused. But I knew that if you could love him through the mad scientist hair, like you could love him through anything. <laughs> that, is <so> <laughs> that is so true. But yeah, it's been, it's been really nice watching your journey and seeing your relationship develop. Aww, that touches my heart and my soul. Does it? It makes me more excited to go on this journey with you. Thank you, Auntie. Yes, my pleasure. <laughs> We've got to, you've got to be like those girls that went on a lot of dates. Like, we need to see our options out there too. I mean, I've been on my fair share of first dates. But I also, like I said, during that time was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll just go. Um, I feel like this time it'll be a little bit more like handpicked instead of just like, okay, well, yeah, I'm bored and I have nothing to do on Friday. So, I mean, why not? Like, if I hate you, then I hate you. Because um, I just feel like when you go in there with a mindset like that, it's not going to work out. You know, I think for me, I was just like, okay, I just tried to be so casual with things that like, I convinced myself that it was so casual that it was not a big deal. And yeah, so I just think my thought process has changed, so. And I mean, it's a whole new spin on dating, this whole dating in 2020, but when you have to do it virtually and you have to kind of make these changes to it, you're forced to get to know this other person in a deeper way. Yeah, because you can't physically be there with them. You can't. And yeah. so I think that's going to be, not the challenge, but that's going to help you, I think. And I think you are going to be the perfect person to guide me through this because you actually had to go through it. I've been through it. I've been through it. And that, I think, is going to be able that's going to make you be able to cut the fat like easier and faster. Like you're going to know, like if you can have a fun time and an actual conversation and like want to get to know somebody virtually. Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. And then you'll know, also know right away when you're like, no, this is not working. <laughs> and at least you can just close the laptop and not have to like do the embarrassing walk out. The <laughs> embarrassing walk outside of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think it'll be really interesting because people, yeah, like you said, like the dating, like dating is changing. People don't really know what to do and virtual dating is, I feel like virtual dating now is kind of what, it kind of has a stigma of what like um, dating apps had a few years ago because you know people are like, oh, that's weird and mm -hmm. and then now it's just going to become the norm, so. Normalize it, baby. Yep, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Coming that's at awesome. you soon. Yeah, so I think we'll definitely have more info on it, but we have some exciting stuff coming featuring Miss Kelly over here. We're going to follow her on her journey in a box. <laughs> <laughs> With Julie as our guide. <laughs> Super excited. Auntie Julie. Auntie Julie. No, Julie Auntie. Julie Auntie. Julie Auntie. Yeah, yeah. And I promise I won't get too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to guide you. It's like we're supposed to go here and you just take us like straight up somewhere else. It'll be a lot of fun though. I'm super excited that you'll be on this journey with me too. Me too. Yay. Yay. So stay tuned for more updates, guys. Mm -hmm. Get. <laughs>
I just want to get wooed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get wooed. All right. Alrighty.